0: and welcome we're gonna try this one more time this is the out of context podcast happy belated thanksgiving to everyone this is november 27th in the year of our something something 2023 i'm your host walker ac and to you my friends no that's my other show this is walker ac coming to you live and uh with me today is my co-host my friend my padre my confidant the one I really can't hug because she'll hit me really, really, really hard in, in the balls. Ashley Majestic, Ash Majestic. Hi, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing, driving. How are you
0: doing? I'm doing very well so far. I'm still stuffed from Thanksgiving, and uh, it feels like it's been a long time since we recorded last. But uh, we're back again, so how have you been these days?
1: Um, I've been. I mean, I don't really do anything for Thanksgiving. I mean, I'll never do anything for Thanksgiving. So mine was just peaceful, but I kind of took a
0: long nap that day, and that's about it. Well, see, naps are always good for people our age, because I will choose nap over anything. Speaking of naps, our other special guest, the person that needs no naps, the person that is always with us, the person that has a cat that will always make Ash Majestics cry and smile very deeply, Dakota, welcome back, sir. How are you?
2: I'm doing very well. Happy to be back again.
0: Definitely a pleasure to have you back. How was your Thanksgiving?
2: My Thanksgiving was great. I spent it with Chloe, who I don't think has been on the podcast yet, but you never know what the future holds.
0: Well, (coughs) definitely going to fix that. I mean, as this show grows, we're going to have more people and talk about more things and just expand this show because we are expanding just like my waistline. We're expanding very uh, wide and deep, folks, but coming up soon... (laughs) We have uh, some special things coming up. Really can't talk about it now because if I do, it's going to spoil it if it doesn't happen. So just stay tuned, ladies and gents. Some good things are going to happen. But before we go any further, we're going to talk about a couple of things. Because last episode, we did the Conspiracy Theories, which was a tremendous hit. And I thank you you two for that. I just kind of stood back and listened. But I'll have a topic, and then we'll kind of bounce it back to everybody else here. So it's was thanksgiving some of us celebrated some of us didn't and of course for thanksgiving it's all about thanks and appreciation and all the fun stuff that these young kids do with their fancy ipods and no ash majestics i'm not going to go through of what do you think for. no we're not going to do that
1: okay so, so, so say, man i gotta go
0: no no we're not going to do that i'm actually going i'm actually going to kind of go the opposite way because this show is really sarcastic so we don't talk about you know, and sappy stuff here. No, no, no. We don't do, <clears throat> we talk about dick and fart jokes. That's how we roll. So <clears throat> I'll bounce right. it to Dakota first. So my question to you is, if you walked away from somebody, if somebody's done you wrong and you walked away from them, being an adult, you kept living your life, do you ever think it's a good time to go back and forgive that person and be friends with them again? I-
2: I did that once, and I lived to regret it.
0: Now, do you think it was just that one instant, or do you think once you're done, you're done?
2: I think this was a very specific instance of that because of the person that it um, that it was involved with and his mindset towards it. Um, I, I'm not sure why he tried to reconnect if all he was going to do was try and bash me, but... Um, I, I feel like it's very specific from person to person if you choose to reinvest in a relationship, especially a friendship that you may have had in the past.
0: Okay, so I'll ask two questions because you made mention about friendship. So if it's a best friend, that's one instant. Or if it's an ex, what about that instant? I mean, because obviously. As time goes on, you know, we all grow as people, or at least most of us grow as people, we evolve, things change, life changes, and surprisingly enough, we as humans, we forget that we have the power to change our minds. Everybody forgets that. Because think about it, you know, hate is a strong word. And in our teens and growing up, you know, we're like, oh, I hate this game, I hate this person, I hate this. And as we get older, it's less about hate, more just, in, just more of indifference. You know, I don't care about this person. They go their way. I go my way. It is what it is. But in saying that, and once again, it's a two-parter. So do you think at your age now that if you bumped into somebody who's wronged you, not, you know, killed your cat or anything of the sort, but just, you know, personally wronged you, um, would you be able to forgive them, you know, be the quote-unquote adult in the room and kind of embrace them back? We'll start on the friendship level.
2: I, I have done that on some levels. There were some people that I went to school with actually who, um, we had our differences um, at the time, but now that we're both older and we look past it and look back and laugh on those things, we've, we've grown, we've grown as friends. And it's, it's honestly refreshing to have some, some people who can not look back on the past and view it as the only thing in the universe who can look forward and actually, you know. Wanna
0: wanna grow off of something. Hmm, okay. So now let's go to the other side of the spectrum. You're in a relationship and things went south. Now it's not amicable, it's not civil. It was ugly, downright, nasty. You two went your separate ways and five years down the road, you bump into you bump in, you know, to that person. Do you interact with them? You know, hey, how are you doing? Let's have coffee, stuff like that or is continue about your merry way even if they approach you. The
2: that's another interesting one. That and I think I've told the story before about my ex from New Hampshire. If not, I will I will tell it after the podcast, but and this happened at work, so I had no choice but to be civil. I could not. Had this happened in the street, it would have gone a completely different way, but I had to be civil because I was at work and Had I not been at work, the conversation and the exchange would have gone very differently.
0: Hmm. Okay, so pretty much the exchange was, "Keep it moving." In other words,
2: yeah, you know, hi, how are you? How are your kids? You know, is everything going okay? All right, do you need help finding anything? Okay, have a good day.
0: Hmm. Okay, kind of interesting that. See, there's there's a method to my madness. There is a method to my madness. Ash Majestics Ashford. What about you? We'll start with the, the friendship part first.
1: Okay. Go ahead and re-ask me the question. I know, like, I want you to, like, tell me, like, uh, like ask me, because I know the context of it, but I need you to just ask me the question.
0: Okay. Friendship-wise, uh, a friend has done you wrong. Not necessarily mm-hmm. anything too deep, deeply personal. Not attacking a family member or anything of the sort. Just someone who's personally wronged you and really affected you temporarily. You see them again five years down the road, and they interact with you. Do you keep moving, or do you stop, you know, and do you acquiesce and and have a conversation with them and try to pick up the friendship or just move on?
1: So it really all depends. I know you said, like, they didn't rob me by, like, family, you know, relationships and stuff. It's just personally just towards me. It's still the end of the day is on what level, like, how bad personally it was. Uh, give me like, well, I guess I can't ask you to give me example. So, but it really does go to like what level, because there's the level where you have, um, there's myself and then I have a, a couple of friends where we've had our arguments where we've had our issues. Uh, Becky's a prime example because her and I've talked a little bit about stuff here and there. And like, we've, we've got, we've reconnected because we've talked, when we were adults about it. Um, So let's say it's with someone that, you know, isn't a best friend of mine. Uh, I basically would kind of weigh in on the relationship with them. Like, is it worth it? Like, is it something I can let go? I am the type of person that I will least try to talk it out. If that person doesn't want to hear it, it is what it is. So it's been five years down the road and I see them. Uh, I mean, I just do a, like, I guess it depends on where we are either I'm going to pretend I don't see them just because I don't want to deal with it or be like, I can be polite. I'm like, Hey, how's it been? And like, just I'm basically it's just reading the situation.
0: Okay. So now once again, we hop over to the other spectrum to a uh, relationship wise. Once again, like I posed mm-hmm. a question to Dakota, um, you know, it, it wasn't civil. It wasn't amicable. It was a fairly nasty split. Just words were said, and you two went your separate ways. Five years down the road, mm-hmm. you're walking through a mall, and you see said person, and they approach you to make conversation. Do you interact, or do you just keep walking?
1: Oh, I was straight up to just say, nope, and keep going. And fun fact, I have been in that situation a couple times before. I just say, nope, keep going. Okay. No, thanks. Like, I just, it, it, even if they follow me, it's like, oh, but nope, we're Good.
0: Good. All right, so I'll do one for me, and then I'll kind of loop it around in a circle. Um, Friendship-wise, if you asked me years ago if someone's done me wrong, I would instantly just cut them off at the feet and just be done with it. And I will hold on to that grudge for many, many years because, you know, once I was younger. Uh, Same thing with personal relationships. Because I took it personal, you know, you affected me, you hurt me, So now I'm going to hurt you and, you know, pox on your firstborn kind of thing. So now as I get older, if I ran into an old friend who done me wrong, yes, I would kind of, you know, give a gentle nod of the head and acknowledge that person because they said hi to me. If it's relationship-wise, would I still interact? I would once again probably acquiesce and, and just give a head nod. As far as rekindling, probably not. Because once again, I mean, it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know, because you knew why it ended the first time. But as time goes on, as we get older and wiser, obviously things change. And we have that power of the change your mind kind of setting. So I say that to say this, and I'll start with Dakota. When does forgiveness start? And does it ever start for people who have wronged you?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have to say forgiveness for me starts at kind of like an outreach. Like you, you either, either I reach out to them or they reach out to me and we just start talking. And if they don't want to talk, then that's typically the end of it. But if they do talk, then you know, we discuss what each of us believes we did wrong and then, you know, kind of find a way to either form a solution or just move beyond it. But if we can't, you know, if we're still like, yeah, it's it's not going to work, then we part ways amicably and that's the end of it. At least you know. That's, that's another big thing about it, too, is having the closure of... Because there's always that, like you said, we're humans, we forget, but we also... Some things we don't forget so we're constantly left with that what if factor you know like what if it could have worked out what if we could have been friends again and it's refreshing sometimes to get that answer
0: okay and now as far as relationship goes do you think that forgiveness level will ever be there now of course you could go to the extreme and said you know person a cheated on person b or person a struck person B, whether it be violence, mental abuse, stuff, stuff like that, would you ever think that forgiveness factor would ever kick in? Or do you think, you know, that person has affected me in this way and hurt me in the inside. I'm done. That's it. Reconciliation, friendship, civility is, 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 you know, is all out the window.
2: I believe again, for me, I would have to say no. If, if, if I had an ex that abused me, and I've had a couple, I've had a couple. I will not talk to them. I will not acknowledge them. I've I've had more than a handful of people cheat on me. There are a couple to where it was the the situation dictated some level of forgiveness, but I would never I would never get back with them. It wouldn't it, it could never happen because of because of how how them cheating happened? There's there's no level of trust, which is another big factor involved in. It, is if you lose the trust for the person, then how can you? You have to reestablish trust in order to, you know, barter forgiveness in 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 that instance.
0: So, do you think when it comes to forgiveness, do you think there's a do you think there's a timetable?
2: Yes and no. Yes, it, because, because as humans, we are limited with our time on this planet, so we may set an internal clock, but as far as like society and like how we view it, forgiveness could take five minutes, it could take five years, it could take 50 years, but either you do or you don't. Hmm.
0: Okay, so I'll bring it over to Ashley there. Same question mm-hmm. goes to you.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say no across the board for everything uh, it's really so when it comes to the whole forgiveness thing uh, even on a level of like because I, I have been in an abusive relationship both romantically and, and not Like I've been I've been through that stuff uh, emotional physical mental uh, and even though it's just like it wasn't traumatizing it there was no abuse uh, so let's take it to like the lowest level, I can I can forgive, that's fine, but I don't want to pursue anything else. It's just like the damage is there, the damage is done. Um there's just really like I'm I'm no longer choosing to be angry about it. I like I just don't put any emotion towards it. But doesn't mean I wanna relive anything, doesn't mean I want anything to do with you. Um perfect example. Is like kind of like going back to the very first time I did a podcast with you and that huge anger back when I was a super angry person. And I did that angry rant about someone that you and I have worked with. It's like, it's been like what, 10 years and uh, not 10 years, but close enough. Let's say six years, Um, six, seven years. Uh, I'm not an angry person anymore. It is what it is. Things that happens. Uh, If I saw this person, and I actually have seen this person, I saw this person at a theme park, and then we were sitting on the same ride together. Um, just being civil, Like, hey, how are you doing, how's the weather, cool, have a good day. That's it. Like, that doesn't mean I want to pursue a friendship, I think that door is just closed. And and that's okay. Uh, now, going back to like the higher level, where it, it, there was trauma and there was abuse and all that stuff. It, I don't want to say necessarily, like, forget, oh, I forgive you for, it's just, I don't put any of my time and energy into you. I, like, there's so many times that I have bad days when I think about things that have been done to me, and I think, you know, how that wasn't fair, uh, it'd be great if someone could just hug me and say, hey, that that was a bad thing that happened to you, and it should have, and I'm sorry, and that's kind of, like, I feel like that's all I could really use, but it's, like, it is what it, it happens, uh, I... If I see you, I, I don't want to have a conversation with you. If we're like out in public or something and I can just simply walk away, that's fine. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'll be respectful I'm like, hey, see ya, or nope, bye, depending on who you were and how bad it was. And let's say I'm in the workplace and I can't just simply do that. I would still politely decline to help and I would go to the back and I would let people know. It's like, hey, this is why I'm not helping this person. And there is nothing you can do in the world to make me change my
0: mind. Okay. So now my turn. If, uh, if a friend really affected me and did harmful things to me, and really affected me, in this stage of my life, I would forgive them, but I would be indifferent. You know, I wouldn't like them, I wouldn't hate them. I would just be indifferent. If I saw them walking down the street, I would just keep walking. Now, relationship-wise, of course, Dakota, you know, it's it's happened to everybody. And my reaction to that is, seeing as how this happened to me, and with my 47-year-old eyes and mindset, you know, I understand now that, you know, time is of the essence. You know, we don't have a whole lot of time left on this planet. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to go out for coffee, you know, with the person that's done damage to me and everything of the sort. But I do have some semblance of forgiveness for that person, whether it be physical or mental. I do have some sort of forgiveness because I'm going to keep hearkening back to some people evolve. Some people change their mind. You know, the person may not be the person that you've known five, maybe ten years ago, maybe even a month ago. The same thing goes for who we are as people. You know, I know Ashley's not the same person that she was three years ago, or I'm not, I'm not the same person I was five years ago. And it stretches, you know, uh, you know, across the board. So Dakota, the reason why I asked about does forgiveness have a time limit is how long, or have you held on to that, have you held on to that, to, you know, to that albatross of not liking person A, B, and C, because of what they've done to you years ago.
2: It's been, let's see, twenty nineteen. Twenty 2018, 2019. No, wait, 20, no, yeah, 2017, 2018, 2019. 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, because I can't do math, and we're almost to 2024, that is eight years. I still hold a massive amount of resentment towards that X after eight years.
0: And and, and, and without getting in too deep into it, because this is all just vague kind of questions, but... Why do you think that is? Was it because of the scenario, or was it because it's just the person itself?
2: Um, both, to be perfectly honest. They essentially tried to ruin my life, and then make me move out of state, away from my family. To do so, they made me change as a person. I didn't see my friends. I didn't want to do the things I used to want to do. They tried to change everything I was, and then ship me off to a different state.
0: So that, so that portion of forgiveness, will, will will never happen in your lifetime.
2: Not, not for, not for me. No, not for me. I'll be cordial at work, but other than that, I, I want, I want nothing. I want nothing to do with that person.
0: Okay. I got you. And so I'll bounce it to Ashley once again. Um, Would the forgiveness have a timetable on you? So say, for example, five years from now, obviously, you know, you continue to grow as a person. Do you think what's happened to you will still have that same effect on you if that person ever crosses you down down the street or in a voicemail or in a message? I don't know. Uh,
1: Again... I, there's just really, like, the things I deal with is I've recognized it's my own emotional and mental trauma that I'm dealing with. It's because I know who I am as a person, and I'm confident in myself to a certain level that if this person or these handful of people walked into my house all of a sudden, like it's on, like hands are being thrown, like I'm, I'm ready to like to square up, like, uh, and I wouldn't say that as a A way that i don't forgive you but i have i have no fear of you like there's nothing you can do where i'm not going to go into a ptsd episode seeing this person or or these people that have done this stuff to my in my life it's it's very much like indifference uh i would probably be irritated because like i why am i like i don't want to talk to you uh we have nothing to do with each other there's no reason for us to communicate why are you trying to talk to me and th- this stuff happens because the social media, these people can find you on social media and it's like clockwork. I have handfuls of exes and people I've talked to like in my older life when I was single, and before I was married, that's still trying to reach out to me to this day. still ask me, I'm still married. How married am I? And I'm like, why? And I'll block them and they find a way back again. So I wouldn't say there's like necessarily like a timetable because Already where I'm at it's just it is what it is. This stuff happens. I can't change it I can't control it. What I can control is how I deal with things for myself and if I do see this person, how will I respond and I would probably just respond again as indifferent or irritated. Just like hey, just Get get out of my
0: face. That's it Okay, so once again, it all kind of goes back into circle and and, and I'll ask for your opinion on something starting with Ashley first. Um, When I went through my traumatic experience in my life, I got two types of answers. One answer was pretend that that person doesn't exist in your life. Like a magician, poof, they're gone. They never existed. You know, not the proverbial get over it or it happened is what it is. Just that scenario doesn't exist anymore. That's one. You know, or the basic get over it, it happened, it happened and move on with life. Now, of course that's easier said than done. So I mean, which, which would work better for you, Ashley, just forgetting that person and that scenario ever existed or compartmentalize it and just try to deal with it as life and, and you know, and, and years go on.
1: Well, that's what I do now is I, carb, uh, I, I do that. At, well, I don't even say even that. All these things uh, gets locked deep down into a vault. And very rarely do I let this stuff come out. And when it does, like, I just let myself be sad for a few minutes and then I lock it back up. And uh, the sense of, like, if I'd never met them, like, there's, like, a lot that just happens. And there's a lot of people. I wish I could say, oh, it's only a couple people. There's just a lot of people that did a lot of damage to me. And I'm not saying, like, oh, my mental health, my emotional health. No, like, physical, all of the above. Uh, it wasn't just one or the other. It was, like, most of these people were, like, all of the above. And I guess, like, I hate it. It sucks. But I'm the type of person that's, like, I wouldn't go back in time and change anything. Uh, I would go back in time and just talk with myself and pretend somebody else in the support system. But... I think if, like, none of these things happened and never met these people, I would probably be a happy person. Uh, I would probably be the person that I wish I was, uh, that I think I was, I almost could have been. There, I just remember that there was a time in my life that I was, like, you know, rainbows, butterflies, positive outlook on everything, of course, I was a kid, a early teenager, uh, even, like, 18, 19, because I didn't let a lot of stuff kick in, because my brain was like, we're keeping all that back there until you get into your 20s. Then we're going to start giving back these memories. Um, but I used to be really like a, a nice, sweet person, as much as it, it's hard for you guys to believe, because of my bubbling personality and how I talk, and even for listeners, but I used to be a, a nice person. Um, and I know you can say that I I'm a nice person now, but like as in my jokes, my my jokes I can I can come off as an asshole. I can come off as indifference. Um, like I don't care if I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. I was someone that you could probably walk over, and I would continue to let you just get away with it because I'm nice and forgiveness and everyone is good at the end of the day. Like just what I think is disgusting. So going back to you know that if it never happened. I would be a vanilla swirl with sprinkles and gummy bears. And I would probably
0: be that person. Can't picture you with sprinkles. Really cannot. Uh, Dakota, so, so here's your turn. And, and we'll, we'll put a cap on that. Because once again, there's a method to my madness for asking. Would you rather pretend that person doesn't exist anymore? Or would, you, you know, you be the obligatory, you know, man up, forget about it and just move on kind of person.
2: I feel like I, I, this person comes into Walmart every once in a while, but again, it's for me, it's out of sight, out of mind. I don't actively seek out to hate them, but when they reappear, it reignites that, those feelings. So I don't, I don't seek out the hatred for people who I'm indifferent to. If they appear, then yes, I feel a certain type of way. But if they're gone, out of sight, out of mind, then they don't take up any space. They don't live rent-free in my mind.
0: Okay. I mean, I, I you know now, not now, but years ago when things happened, I just did the, they don't exist anymore. And easier said than done, of course. You know, if there's okay. any kind of uh mental anguish that a person put you through of course is going to linger for a while so it really has to take time and a special kind of talent that I have I guess just to have them just not exist anymore because you know, I've said it before I'll say it again as our uh, memories get longer our life gets shorter so we have those decisions to make to whether we invest um in forgiving to people that to hurt us in our past, because obviously a very small percentage of the, a very small percentage of them affects our future, and affects how we see people, and how we see relationships, and how we see friendships and stuff like that. So, as you said, Dakota, letting people live rent free in our minds because they did damage to us is one thing, you know, but trying to work towards that forgiveness is another. So, which leads me around around the block, around the elbow, up the hill, both ways. Is my question to the both of you is how do you see forgiveness as you get older so I'll start with with Ashley and then we'll change gears and talk about something else
1: Uh, forgiveness how I see it it goes to it is what it's as as I said before you can't change it you can't go back in time it's just really about how you choose to deal with it uh, and deal with that person are you gonna to choose to be angry and emotional every time you see them? Uh, and basically just let it ruin your day. Um, are you gonna be a nasty person towards them um, and let that affect how you are with other people? There's just like a whole bunch of different ways to respond to it. And so with forgiveness, there's people that's like, hey, I forgive what you did to me. Let's get back together or let's be friends again. I personally feel like that's kind of stupid. Uh, but again, it all depends on the person and what they get. Um, for me, it's just this is this is what happened. This is the case. Uh, this is how I'm choosing to move on. Uh, and it just again, it, if it's relationships, that If it's friendships, it, it again, it just goes back to it's a case by case situation. Uh, but the more severe it is, the very unlikely that I would pursue anything with you whatsoever, but I'm not going to let what you did affect me. I could be angry about it for a while, occasionally thoughts and feelings can come back up again, but long as I don't let it control my life and control how I am as a person, to me, that's that's the forgiveness is you're just letting it go.
0: Okay, Dakota? Mm-hmm.
2: Kind of piggybacking off the bullet, what, what Ash just said, it's... Copycat. I'm sorry that you said so some good, profound things, and that I agree with them, Your Highness.
1: You should be sorry. Okay, I, I, I forgive you. I forgive you.
2: <laughs> I I accept. I accept your forgiveness. Okay. All right. Um. Now that now that I'm thinking about it, actually, that does make a lot of sense. That 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 would be considered forgiveness. Let, letting go is is another good way to to view it
0: yeah
2: I mean you could still you know hold resentment but if you forget and just put it out of your mind then what resentment do you have nothing you there's nothing to be mad about there's nothing to to gripe about because you just you don't remember going back to what you said Adrian we forget as humans
0: yes indeed so for me and finally put a cap on this wonderful subject To me, forgiveness starts the second, the second that it happens. So let me expound on that. When someone hurts you or a situation hurts you, it's okay to have that brief moment of pain and anger and wondering why. Because a person or persons that have done you wrong, you saw them in a different light mere seconds ago. And you thought that person that you shared so much with, you'd done so many things with, you can never imagine they did something like that. So I like to remember that particular person or group or persons versus what they are now. And then I forget about the people that they've turned into or, or the people that I thought that they were that, you know like they were that particular person I thought they were, if that census makes any sense. Um, so that's why the best advice that was ever given to me was, pretend they don't exist anymore. You know, I could bring up a cavalcade of, of people that have done me wrong, but I just forget about them because they don't exist to me anymore. And if I did ever run into A, B, C, or D, it's gonna be just indifference. You know, yes, you may wanna be my friend, or yes, you may want to be with me again, blah, 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 but just it's just indifference. Because once again, we're not gonna waste time or energy, or pieces of us, you know, to try to put ourselves back together again, you know, because of what the previous person done, and want to come back in and try to reshape those pieces in their image. So that's that's where my forgiveness starts. So now that I brought the mood straight on down the toilet, um, I wanna. <laughs> well, hold
1: on, hold on. Actually, can I can I actually ask a question? Sure. That's uh, about this. So this is not things that have happened to ourselves, anything. This is to the people that we care about. Uh, you know, it could be best friend, it could be parent, it could be sibling, something. What, like, what your level of forgiveness uh, to someone that's hurt your friend? Either it could be an ex, uh, doesn't matter the context, uh, high level, low level, family member, just basically these are people that have hurt someone that you care about. And this could be someone that you could run into or... Just any type of situation. What is your level of reaction and your level of forgiveness for these people?
0: That's a tricky question, and I'll tell you why. There's two different ways of looking at it. A, I'll use you for an example. You and I are friends, and someone close to you have hurt you. I will have sympathy. I will have empathy. I will feel for you. I want to make sure that you're okay. The person that hurt you, I could do one of two things. I can... Stick by your side as an adult and say, you hurt my friend, and I don't like you anymore because of what you've done, because of how you affected her. That's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is this part I don't agree with, so just bear with me because this happened to me. I, I can also say that they hurt you, but they didn't hurt me. So yes, I feel your pain. I see where you're coming from. I feel for you, but your pain isn't my pain. Your pain doesn't affect our friendship. Your pain is with the person that's done you wrong. Damn them for what they've done, and I hope that karma takes control over them, but I'm not gonna be mad at them because they didn't affect me. Now, it sounds cold, it sounds callous, and it's happened to me, but stepping back and looking at the two options, it's really hard to make a decision. But being a human being, I will always side with my friend and go, you, you hurt her, so you need to stay away from me. That's my take on it. Dakota? Dakota. <laughs>
2: I really don't want to self-incriminate right now, because Ashley, you live in Florida, so all I have to do to the person that hurt you is run up to them and say, I feel threatened, and then all bets are off after that. Oh my god.
1: Okay, <laughs> so I have a feeling, I have a like a hint of the person that is being conversed about, um, and that's something we can always address at a different time, but uh, for me, like, this is kind of, I wish, like, I asked this question where there's Becky here, is there's still a level of forgiveness, like, and I understand what you're saying, it's not cold or anything, like, at the end of the day, you didn't do anything to me. Uh, this goes back to, like, friend situations that, you know, I have two friends, like, let's say, hypothetically, Adrian and Dakota, like, the two of you had an argument, and the two of you just don't care to be on the podcast together anymore, you don't really want to talk to each other. But I'm still going to be friends with Dakota, I'm still going to be friends with you, and Adrian, you know, you're like, oh, you're really going to keep being friends with Dakota, even though he did this? Like, for one, again, it depends on the level. Like, did, did he, like, physically hurt you? Did he, like, like, it just depends on the level. But it's like, um, hey, you guys just had disagreement, and you guys just don't see eye to eye anymore. I'm, we're going to be friends, uh, and that's how it is now. Uh, now that thing had escalated, and it wasn't just simply a disagreement. Uh, then it's like, that's just not someone I would want to be friends with because if, 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 uh, if Dakota had done something like that to you, you know, he could do something like that to me. And then there's people that have just fucking hurt people I care about. This is where there's not a matter of forgiveness because you didn't do anything to me, but you hurt my best friend, a la Becky. Uh, there's been people in her life that have really hurt her and bothered her. And I have been on vendettas. I actually keep tabs on some people. I have done things. uh, For legal reasons, I've done absolutely nothing at all. Um, A prime example, and and without going into details, is uh, I was in New York. This is not my most recent trip, but my last trip. uh, Becky was graduating college. And at the time, there's a situation going on between her and these people that she used to be friends with. I knew what these people looked like. And so I'm sitting there with her mom in the stadium and watch, watching the whole graduation thing unfold. I just happened to look over and I see them like a couple rows away. I didn't think. I immediately got up. And Becky's mom must have known because I think she noticed where I looked and picked up on it quickly, because she grabbed me by my arm, and she's like, not here. She's like, not So she knew. Her mom just knew immediately. Uh, And then my most recent trip, you know, recalling this memory with Becky. She's like, oh, yeah, Uh, you know, I talked to them, so-so, and apparently they were booing me when I walked up. I was like, no. No, that, like, this person was just lying to you. Because I was sitting right by them. I had them in my sights. And I was prepared to get physical with them without any thought. And if I had heard them booing you, like, I would have been arrested. <laughs> I would have been arrested. It would have been my second run in with the New York State with police. And, like, so I, I did that. I said that. So this person was talking on their ass because I was right there. And it was your mom holding me back just by them just sitting there. And being in the same building as you. Uh, So I would try, like, that was me seven years ago. My first thought is usually going to be violence, but is it going to be my first act? No. I try to do the mental game and the inconvenience game. And I'm going to make your life a living hell without actually, without you actually knowing it was me. So yeah. Don't fuck with me. You can fuck with me, but don't fuck with other people like that I care about. I you can talk shit to me and do whatever you want to me all day i don't care the moment you fuck with my people it's on site
2: on site all
0: right uh, dakota
2: what were we talking about i'm sorry i was i was i was in the vitriol i was i was rooting for ash to beat the hell out of some people
1: i wish i wish i could have man but then again, I probably wouldn't have the job that I have today if that was on my record. So, but man, that if there's a life regret, like, I could have done that, I should have done it.
0: So, well, pretty much the question is, um, how would you react if uh, someone, someone hurt someone you, you know, um, who you care about? Would you step in and say something? Would you hate them back, or would you be indifferent to the whole situation?
2: I always side with my friends or my family regardless of the context i mean there have there have been times where i've like dived into it and realized that it was not as serious or it was worse than originally um described and um for legal reasons i have also done nothing to uh to warrant uh any type of government agency to uh investigate me but um I, I side with the people I care about and the people I love. I always have, and I always will. Because, at the end of the day, that close group net of people you have is is everything. Is everything. You you count on them to be there for you, and they count on you to be there for them. So. I I just enjoy, not enjoy. I, I take solace in the fact that I I've been there for them. So. I I hope, I want to say I know, but deep down, I hope that they'll be there for me at the same time when something bad, when I have, when I have a disagreement with somebody and it takes a lot for me to have a legitimate disagreement with somebody, you have to do a lot of very messed up things for me to, for me to not like you as a person.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely strengthens the point of it's, it's, it's really difficult thing. It's a very, very difficult thing, especially the older you get. Because it's easier to make that decision when you're young. You know, like you back up your best friends, you back up your girlfriend, stuff like that when you're young. But as you get older, you weigh out the pros and cons of sticking up for somebody. Because sometimes you may not know the whole story. You know, or then you may know the whole story, but then, you know, you don't want to be the catalyst for making it worse, just like you said. So, but. Ooh, ooh. Yes. Yes, you there in the ooh, back? Yes. Me. My
1: turn. My turn. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have a primary example. It doesn't involve violence whatsoever, but it involves me being petty. So, as you know, Adrian uh, and Becky, uh, because you both have given warnings, and Dakota is a person that's actually been warned about this. When you're introducing me, is actually be nice, uh, because I'm known to not be a nice person. I can be an asshole and I can joke around stuff, but as in like, actually, like, gonna make you cry, hurt your feelings, I will do that in a heartbeat. Like, no hesitation. If you, And so, and this was back a, a year ago or so, I'm out uh, in Orlando with my friends, and one of them being, you know, uh, Veronica, that uh, uh, Adrian knows, and there's someone that, like, it, it's a friend, she had loaned them some money, and okay a, good little, a good little chunk of change and this person has not yet paid them back and it's been quite some time not even payments not even like just hey here's 20 dollars here and there until i get all the money nothing and this person happens to be in the same vicinity that we are and where we are there's money like you are spending money so like and she looks at me, she's like, oh, they want to see if they want to meet up uh, get, to get lunch together. And I look at her. I said, we can, but I'm not going to be nice because you know me. I'm like, oh, so you're the person that owes my best friend this money and hasn't done shit to help to pay her back. I and the thing is, she knows that's exactly what I would do. So she made an excuse why we couldn't meet up. Uh, and then again, they're, they're in a closer vicinity of us i said i was like i have no problem but i am not going to be a nice person uh, fast forward to we're now leaving uh the person's going to meet up for dinner uh and i'm like we can do that but again she's like can you please i'm like no i will fucking not if it's been a couple weeks or if they if they've made any effort to pay you back by all means like i can keep my mouth shut but this person's literally in this place that we're at like clearly spending money and doing shit, and like doing nothing, like they haven't done anything. You think I'm gonna keep my mouth fucking shut? Because this friend of mine is the type that's very nice. Uh, she does, She will try to avoid hurting people's feelings. Too. She'll sacrifice her own happiness. And I have been trying to train her in the art of don't give a fuck. Worry about your own happiness first. So I'm the person that will, I will grab, like, I will, she'll give me the phone to make the, to send the responses. I, uh, I am the person where jokingly, where my friends say, hey, be nice, but at the same time, they're actually meeting, Ashley,
2: please be nice. Well, can I please just, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Adrian, the entire spiel not a spiel, but your entire sentence there made me think of one thing and one thing only. And it is a skit from Key Peel. It is Luther, the anger translator for Barack oh, Obama. Yeah.
0: You are Luther. <laughs> you are oh, Luther for your friends.
1: I am Luther for friends. I literally am. Yeah, people will give me their phone either to be mean or to sex for them because they don't know what to say. Um, so I, I am that person. Uh. Again, because there's a there's a skit Uh for matt rife or whatever his name is. He's like I I don't know how it goes, but he's like I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I fucking will (laughs) And that is me hardcore, uh is don't push me like you don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you But you keep fucking around you're gonna find out
0: What what I used to do I used to be a different person a long time ago. I was not a zen person, a very relaxed person, as a person you know now. I used to be a very angry, vindictive person back then. And yeah, if I felt wronged in any way, I would go out of my way to just psychologically just damage people. And I have, and I felt bad about it as, you know, as, I, you know, as, I, as the years went on. But um, I learned a long time ago now that if somebody does me wrong, I just, once again, I forget they exist. I block them on everything. I delete every single stitch about them that ever existed. And and Ashley, I told you about one incident. But um, yeah, people who have done – people who wronged me, I just don't waste time. Because I'll say it once. I'll say it a million times. I'm 47. I really don't have the time or the energy. I would just rather do the childish thing that the kids are doing nowadays and just block you and just forget you ever existed. Anything, you, anything I have of you – I'll get rid of anything on social media. I'll get rid of, and you'll just, you know, just become back part of the earth because that's the way that I was treated. So it's only fair I do the exact same thing, you know? And if that person does come back, you know, in my life or something like that, I'll just be indifferent, I'll, of course I'll say hi and stuff like that, but that particular chapter is done. You know, just like you said, Ashley, just like you said, Dakota. And it's just, I just the they just vanish because why keep remnants, you know, um, why, you know, I mean, like why bring up pieces, um, that, that will affect you, you know, by the end, that's the way I look at it.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm coming up to another situation. This is like a family type situation. Um, I have a sibling and we're actually pretty close. Like him and I are very, very close with each other. And this was like a few years ago, uh, more than that. This is actually not too long after my dad had passed away. Uh, just some family drama. Go well, up there, I got thrown into the drama without wanting to be. And that's always been my role with the family I have in Georgia is y'all can have drama all day long. I live in a different state, and I'm not involved in any of this. This is your small town bullshit. Keep me out of it. I love to hear about it, but keep me out of it at the same time. Like I, I just want to know about it, but I don't want to be in it. Um, so I got pushed into a situation that I was not happy to, uh, and I hate being thrown in front of the bus, uh, like, prepare me something, give me a heads up, that's more than, oh, this is happening within this hour, like, okay, uh, so obviously drama went down, uh, fights were ready to happen between my brothers and myself, uh, all of us were angry with each other for different fucking reasons but fast forward uh, I ended up like this was a, a World Day weekend and I actually left early so I was like I left at 2 o'clock in the morning no 10 o'clock at night to drive home and be home at 10 uh, like 3 o'clock in the morning because I was so over this shit I was like nah I'm, I'm done uh, and so fast forward a little bit telling the Sid brothers like hey you can come down and visit me but so and so is now allowed to come with you like I don't I don't want this person here until things get figured out and things get resolved I don't like I only want you to come down I don't want you to bring anybody with you and this brother he was obviously drinking and immediately he started going at me like oh I thought I was his best friend that he could rely on me and then he's thinking that I was the one that was starting shit and I was saying things like revealing secrets and stuff and I said no I, I don't do that that's not me. Uh, well, how did, this, how did this person know? Uh, you live in a small fucking town. My guy used to and everyone knows it's going to be on the front page of the newspaper. Uh, but he obviously could he'd been drinking. kept going down this little road. And I kept warning. I was like, you need to stop. You need to stop now because you're not going to be able to come back from it. So you need to stop. And this is someone I talk to every single day. Literally every single day. And he did. So I was like, all right. I ignored him for several months. If he sent me a message, I would respond. There'll be very short responses. That's it. Uh, he knew how I was feeling about him. And there's other people that, in the family that were aware of this. And they're like, oh, you know, if he's, he's this way, he's that way. I'm like, and, he, and I guarantee you it's going to be when he's drinking that he's going to try to apologize to me. And we're gonna cross that bridge when we get there but until then he knows what he did he knows he's fucked up and i'm not gonna try talking to him about it he's gonna approach me because he was in the wrong with this uh, i'm not gonna let you talk to me that way and just think hey buddy are you better today yeah no. so time like some months passed and this is how the sibling and i deal with things we have to be drinking to talk emotionally so it's not like me being an asshole like oh i'd wait till he drinks again uh, it's literally like, that's how we handle this type of stuff is we need to have some kind of influence to open some doors. Obviously talked about it. And I was like, don't fucking do it again. That, that was like my, my clear warning is, you know, this is how I am. You know, this is like, I would never do shit like that. I don't do things like that. And yeah. it actually hurt me that just Say those things to me and just assume, and uh, and yeah, but things are good. This again, this happened like almost five years ago, um, and him and I still talk every day. Like he's my person, etc. Cetera, et cetera. But it was another example of don't don't fuck with me. Uh, this is something where it wasn't so severe that I could just let him go, but it it wasn't uh, vanilla enough for me to be like. I'm going to welcome you back to the Wilkham Arms. No,
0: you're going to work for it. <laughs> um, now, as we close up this section of the show, uh, uh, Dakota, do you have anything on your mind before we switch gears? Because I have something special for you.
2: I I do not. I do not have uh, anything prodding up my mind.
0: All right, cool. Very good. I mean, it's a very, very good topic I wanted to bring up because, once again, as we get older, we look back at things and we ask ourselves... Do we forgive certain things? Do we forget about certain things? Or we just forget they exist? Because as human beings, we go through so many different emotions. My emotions aren't Ashley's, and your emotions aren't, you know, Dakota's. So I'm just curious to see how certain people handle certain situations. Because once again, if we were in our 20s and our teens, you know, we would quote-unquote hate the person, hate the situation, or want to get revenge and stuff like that. But as adults, you know, we're... I would like to believe we're more civil when it comes to situations because I just would just rather move on and just forget about them because I'm going to sleep easy at night, you know, knowing I don't have them on my conscience anymore. But Dakota, we have or I have something special for you. And I think Ashley will grin at this also. So for you, this is I think this is your first time. So we're going to have a little we're going to have a little fun. And I think, Ashley, we should invite Dakota to play a game. It's a game that we came up with how many years ago?
1: Uh, I couldn't tell you, but I'm excited. I know what you're talking about. I believe I know what you're talking about.
0: I think you do. So this is a game that we hold near and dear to our heart. It's a game we haven't played in a very, very long time. It's a yeah. game that we're going to bring back sporadically because we don't want to kill the gimmick here. The game is called... Pick the Porn.
2: Um, I love this game. Okay. I I think I may have listened in one time when this was being done, but I do not remember participating, so I am am ready.
0: Now, how now for you new listeners out there, let us get you caught up to speed. Pick the Porn is a game where we're going to give you three porn titles, actual porn titles, and one fake one. And it's up to you, Dakota, to pick the fake porn title. Now, You can have your lifeline, Ashley, with you just in case. If you get confused, you can reach out to her and she may give you some hints. But ultimately, it's all you, sir. We have three rounds of Pick the Porn. Dakota, are you ready to play?
2: I am ready. My body is ready.
0: Now, once again, we're going to give you three titles. Pick the first. Pick the fake one. Title number one. Everyone I did last summer. Number two. How Stella Got Her Groove Cracked. Number three, Ask Ventura, crack Detective. Dakota, I'll give you 20 seconds to, to even talk to Ashley to figure out which one is a fake porn title.
1: I'm sorry, he gets 20 seconds?
0: Becky and I always got like fucking 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we will, um, we'll, we'll, we'll go on novice what level with the him second first. one again? How Stella Got Her Groove Cracked. Oh, my God. Everyone, everyone can play the home game of Pick the Porn as people are screaming at their phones right now listening to this.
2: Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, um, Ask Ventura.
0: Okay, now I'm gonna look over at Ashley. Do you think he has the right one? No cheating. No Googling. <laughs> <Just>
1: <laughs> my hand's right here. Oh, um. I think, I, you know, sorry, I can't really remember the answer, so I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to be a terrible lifeline to you because uh, <laughs> these are things that he's done in the past, but I, I can't tell you if I remember it right or not.
0: Okay, so is that, is that your final answer? Asventura, crack detective.
2: Asventura, yes, crack detective.
0: Dakota, that is incorrect. That is a Damn. real porn title. Ashley, would you like to go for the steal?
1: Uh, give me, uh, it was everyone I did last summer and then uh, how, what's her face, that her. Um,
0: how Stella Got Her Groove Cracked.
1: I really think that's a different one because I've never heard that one before. Uh, I'm going go with the first one.
0: Everyone I Did Last Summer. That is yeah. incorrect. That's an actual porn title. The mm-hmm. fake one is How Stella Got Her Groove Cracked, written by myself. Uh, yeah.
1: That was my gut, that was my gut
0: choice, but that's what I get. Round 2. Dakota, are you ready? Yes. Number 1, Ferris Bueller gets off. Number 2, Muffy the Vampire Layer. Number 3, interview with an ass pirate. Which one is the fake porn? Oh, it's
2: oh, come uh <laughs>
0: Ten seconds on
2: the clock. I feel like I've seen the Ferris Bueller one, and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep up the trend here. I'm going to go with the third one.
0: Interview with an ass pirate. Is that yes. your final answer? Now, do you need any assistance yes. from Ashley?
2: She seems to have her hands full with doggo. Uh, I know. He just jumped up here.
1: And, uh. <laughs>
0: oh, All right, Dakota. Robert. Interview with an ass pirate. You are correct. That is a fake Porn yes. title. Circle gets the yes. square. <laughs> and now for the final third round of Pick the Porn. Sponsored by the Out of Context Podcast. Search for us under walkerac 76podbecom Find us on all the free platforms where you get your podcasts from. And also, go online to cafepress.com forward slash W-A-C-E to get products from the Walker AC Experience Out of Context T-Shirts Walker well, is experience everything else in between. The third and final round here. Number one, get bitches or die trying. Number two, Raiders of the Lost Arse. Number three, the porn identity. Dakota, which one is a fake porn? I
2: remember this one. Okay. I'd uh, I'd like to I'd uh, like to uh, use my use my lifeline. No. I have a, um, oh. Oh. oh, I got I the dial tone on the lifeline.
1: Becky's, Becky's had to suffer. I've had to suffer. We were never given lifelines. You are fucked, sir. I will not give you the same
2: courtesy that Adrian's giving to you. Okay. Um, can I get the titles one more time? I'm very sorry.
0: Yes, it's okay. Number one, get bitches or die trying. Number two, Raiders of the Lost Arse. Number three, the porn identity. Which one is it's a gotta fake porn title?
2: It's got to be number two. It's got to be Raiders of the Lost Arts.
0: For the third and final round, is that your final answer? Yes. You are incorrect. Raiders of the Lost okay. Arts is a porn title. Damn it! I'll give you a bonus one. Seeing <laughs> as so this is the end of the show, I'll give you, I'll give you a bonus. <laughs> try try one more time. No, no, let,
2: let him try between the
0: two. Yeah. Get bitches or die trying, or the porn identity.
2: Porn identity?
0: You are incorrect. The porn identity is a real porn. Ashley is shaking her head in, dispo- in, 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 in disbelief and disappointment.
2: Bitches are Die Trying? I can literally see that playing out. I'm going to make that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that.
0: I just came up but with I'm... Get Bitches or Die Trying. Damn it. This has been Pick the Porn. A game we haven't played in quite a long period of time. This will be making a return when you least expect it. Now, as we sign off here, Ashford, where people can find you?
1: You can find me as Ash Majestics. Uh, Honestly, just type it into any social media platform. If it pulls me up, there you go. If it doesn't, I'm not there.
0: Dakota, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you and say hi? So, if you want to find me, you can look up, uh,
2: hold on. I keep I keep changing the names, so I have to actually <laughs> physically look at them now. Um,
0: oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just waiting. Please go ahead.
2: All right. So, um, coda, one, coda One Nine Nine Six uh, on YouTube is my uh, is my YouTube channel. It is also the same for TikTok. I believe. Give me just a second. I'm sorry. Yes, it is also the same on TikTok. Um, you you may find uh, my. My Twitch as well. I, uh, I may be making a return to that. That is uh, that is Decoder 96 on uh, on Twitch because I am a I I am I am a weirdo with with, with strange nicknames. So um, don't don't look for my Twitter or my Reddit. You don't want to go there.
0: <laughs> and of course, like I said, you can always find us on any free platform out there. Just Google the Walker AC Experience. Be sure you subscribe. Hit that. Thumbs up, hit that like button, share, and uh, join us. Now before we cannot leave this show without something special happening. So, Ashley, go for it. I have
1: a very really important question for you guys. Hmm. Why are bikes considered the most notorious um, murderers?
0: Why? Great help.
1: Because they do unspeakable things. Oh my god. Good night, everyone.